Have you ever thought about your problems? Of course you have. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't think about their problems, right? But sometimes the most difficult problems that we are facing can be solved with most simple of answers. They're the simplest solutions that come up and we might actually overlook them because if we think of a really hard problem, we might assume the solution needs to be just as complex. And with a winning lifestyle with Lisa, I really try, Lisa is me, if you don't know, <laughs> I really try to break down those challenges that we're facing every single day. Those are the thoughts that keep you up at night, but applying some of the most simplest techniques that we just need to open our eyes to see. Being able to go outside and walk around and experience the fresh air and experience the fall time. I love fall. I really do. I love the season of fall. I love flannels in the fall. You know, it's the funniest thing about this. <laughs> when people know you for you, right? When people know you for, for you, every gift, because I just had my birthday, I don't know, maybe a couple days ago. And the gifts that I received were things exactly that were me. They called my name, like, this is Lisa, <laughs> right? I had one friend give me anime socks and an anime coffee mug. Of course, you know me, coffee and conversations all day long. I had another friend of mine give me a flannel. I had another person give me a journal. And I had another person give me a flannel. And I say it with so much excitement in my voice because I really have found how to present myself to the world. You know, I'm really getting into that point where I don't feel like I'm wearing a mask in front of people and trying to protect what I enjoy, right? Because we we think that we might need to change, quote unquote, change who we are in different settings to be accepted. And I experienced that for a very, when I say very, I mean very long time of let me fit in the in crowd and potentially hide what I enjoy because I want to, I want to fit within this setting. And living pretty much a lie, <laughs> that's basically what it was, living a lie like that for so long, I didn't know what I enjoyed. I didn't know what I well, I knew what I liked, but I was very afraid of being rejected. I was very afraid as a child, as an adolescent, and even in my 20s, I was so afraid of rejection that I just hid the things that I enjoyed. I really did. I hid those things that I enjoyed. And as I started working on myself, really, that started with going back to school, getting into bodybuilding and weightlifting finding out what my core values really are, which is what we will talk about today, core values and how to decipher what yours are. When I started to find out what my own core values were, and, and like I said, working on me and pretty much putting my head down and doing the work, I started to love me. I know that sounds very Miss America. Trust me, trust me. I hear it coming out of my own lips the sound is floating to my ears, but it is very true. And when I started to just focus on me and love the things that Lisa, myself, love, 
it was very easy to just kind of look at everybody else and be like, mm, F you if you don't like it. <laughs> F you if you don't like what I like because I'm someone that promotes anime. I love it. I am someone that likes to be comfortable. Therefore, I am always wearing very big clothes. I love flannels that just wrap me up. I love pants that just pretty much sit on you and kind of billow in the wind. I love Converse shoes. I love coffee and conversations. And I love to write in a journal. And that's me. That's what I love. <laughs> and it was such a great birthday this time around. Not saying my other birthdays were not good, but this one I got or received gifts that reflected who I was. And that really told me I'm putting what I like out there and people understand me. People understand what they will get. What I put out is exactly how I feel on the inside. There's no bullshit. There's no, there's no pretending, nothing, nothing like that. And that truly came again, like I said, from working on me and finding that out. But knowing that what your core values are, I think, was the first step. Of course, we can always go with, you know, finding your core values is about every self-help book potentially out there. And finding out what your really your values are in life, it is very difficult. <laughs> At least it was for me. And for someone that maybe figured it out a really, really long time ago and lived by that, kudos to you. <laughs> Kudos to you and your exploratory mind and really being able to see within yourself what you value in life. It took me a minute. It took me quite a minute to figure it all out. And then for some, it's still that that challenge of, well, how do you know? How do you know what is something you hold so strongly that you will follow through on all the time? And I can list so many core values. I, I really, really can. You can ask Google. Remember, first off, can we discuss Ask Jeeves? All right. Is anyone listening to this that remembers Ask Jeeves? If you do, either text me if you have my number or send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. If you remember Ask Jeeves, I'm fist bumping you right now. So I am literally pulling up some core values. I just typed in core values in Google and, you know, Google can spit out anything and everything for us, right? And just reading off a few things, we can see citizenship, compassion, cooperation, attitude, honesty, trustworthiness. Some of these are synonyms of the other. Perseverance, courage, faith, respect responsibility, resourcefulness. And some of these that I'm reading through are very interesting. Some I maybe have just said that resonate with you and others you probably don't have a large connection with. And I do want to discuss very few basic steps at identifying your core values. And when I say discuss the steps, I probably will leave you with two. We're just going to discuss how do you start shedding light on what is very important in your world. How do you start shedding light on that, right? And this is something that will take 
very extreme reflection, that is how core values are discovered. You have to sit back and reflect on your own life from a bird's eye view. I love using that term, or it might be bird's eye view. It might be out of body experience. And you have to reflect on that as if you're watching yourself and assessing yourself from an out of an out of person or out of body experience to give yourself a little bit of feedback. Remember, feedback is one of the best things that we can ask for. And understanding that a feedback loop can come from an external source and a feedback can come from an internal source. We can give ourselves our own feedback. In finding out what your core values are, you have to be able to give yourself an internal feedback loop. So the first step that I want you to just try, and it might take you a couple of days to do this, but the first step is in a situation where you had an emotional reaction to, whether that emotional reaction is on what we consider a positive scale or a negative scale, I just want you to think where was it that my emotions were more inflated than on a regular basis, okay? That is something that is very difficult because emotions are fluctuating constantly throughout your day. We can wake up feeling happy and then maybe within the 30 minutes, we're already anxious. And then maybe in the next 10 minutes, you know, our dog is licking us in the morning like, hey, I'm so glad to see you. And now we're happy again. And then we get a text by checking our phone that perhaps someone is late for work and now we're angry. So we can see that within a very short period of time, emotions are already on a roller coaster. And if we're not assessing ourselves from that bird's eye view, those emotions take control of us. But if we are trying to figure out what is it that you live your life based on, which is the core values that we're trying to discover, you want to start with, let me see in 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 a day or in a situation that brought my emotions either up or down. Okay. Not slightly. I'm talking about extreme or, or, or extreme high or an extreme low. You start to feel and see what is pulling your emotions in any direction, because that's your first thing. You want to discover what is pulling my emotions in a specific direction. Okay. For me, when I started to find out what my own core values were, I really had to, like I said, look and reflect and give myself internal feedback loops. And what started to happen was I really discovered I love leaving the gym. I loved leaving the gym because it put me in a very secure emotional state. I was happy. I felt rejuvenated. I felt a social connection. I did not feel anxious, upset, tired. And that took a while. <laughs> it took a while to start to pinpoint what is it that is causing this emotion to show up Frequently, And when I started to realize that the gym was tethering my emotions in a different place, I then started to uncover, okay, well, is it the physical location of the gym? And that's the next step that I want to guide you through on finding out what the core values are. 
usually when we start to look to discover what core values are, we think it's something tangible that creates the feeling or creates the emotion. We think it's usually something tangible. It's something that I go to or something that I touch and feel. I mean, coffee makes me very excited, but coffee is not a core value. What is that situation that pulls your emotion into a different place than a normal basis? Remember, you're trying to find the situation that pulls your emotions into a high or a low. Okay, we're trying to get on the out or the out ends of a normal balanced day. That's what we're trying to do because during a balanced day, remember, as we said, your emotions are on a roller coaster and they change in a very subtle way all the time. Well, we're trying to identify what are the outliers. Okay, what are the outliers of your emotions and what is pulling you into those outliers? Okay, if we go back to my own personal example, mine again was I discovered going to the gym pulled or tethered my emotions out of a normal balanced day and it lasted long. Okay, that was something I noticed as well. When I left the gym, I discovered my happiness, my social connection feeling, that oxytocin. Finishing something, an accomplishment lasted for a very long period of time. And then it transitioned back into homeostasis. So after I discovered that the gym was pulling that from me, I had to start looking at, okay, what is it about that place? Is it the place? No. Remember, we're not thinking on a tangible situation that pulls you to the core value. It's something that goes on within the place that pulls that emotion out from you. And notice how I said when I left the gym is when I could experience these feelings. It wasn't going, right? I didn't say when I'm going to the gym. It's when I left the gym that these feelings got pulled out of me. Therefore, when I started to think back on it, well, what is it about the leaving process? Well, it was the finishing. It was the accomplishment. It was the follow through. The follow through component was what pulled my emotions into a place of happiness, into a place of achievement, into a a strong place of integrity. Some of the core values that you do have will have different names, but if you start to make your list, you'll discover that they are very similar. They all pretty much relate together in some way. And for me, and my personal discovery for my own, when I started to realize the follow-through of completing the task, the follow through of completing the workout was what pulled me into a different emotional state and kept me there for a while. That was something I wanted to experience more often. Therefore, I started to experiment myself with, okay, well, what if I followed through on other things besides just the gym? What if I followed through on sending an email that someone asked me to send? What if I followed through on creating a specific training program for a gymnast that I was coaching? 
What if I followed through on calling someone back? Or what if I followed through on scheduling a coffee date? Those things, when I start to experience, uh, experience, experiment, excuse me, experiment that for myself, I really started to see follow through is important to me. It's important because I feel great after completing the task. That is a very strong core value. And then I started to realize if I did not follow through, I felt my emotions get tethered in the very extreme opposite direction. When I did not live in that core value of follow through, a few things felt threatened. First, my emotions were threatened because it pulled me out of that higher extreme into a lower extreme. It wasn't balance. It wasn't like, oh, well, I just didn't do the core value. Hey, okay, let's move on with my life. It really was that moment of I did not follow through and I feel a certain way about that. Therefore, you can discover additional core values when you are tethered in the opposite direction with your emotions. If you felt high emotions, or we can say the the word positive, positive emotions, and then something occurred to where you felt a stronger sense of negative emotions, perhaps something was threatened. And for me, what was threatened if I did not follow through was my integrity. My integrity and my accountability were threatened. And that's how I discovered three of my very strong core values are integrity, accountability, and follow through. I live every day as best as I can through those three core values. If I am meant to do something that I say with my own words, that is integrity, that is follow through. If I am meant to complete a task or be somewhere that I say I am supposed to be, that is follow through, that is integrity, and then accountability. And then what started to happen was, was a great internal feedback loop. So the feedback loop that I kept giving myself or I kept sensing from myself was when I complete a task, aka follow through, My emotions were pushed beyond balance into a positive state. When I give my word to someone and I follow through with that integrity and follow through, again, it pushes my emotions beyond balance or homeostasis into a positive state. When I tell someone I will complete a task, again, accountability, integrity, and follow through, it pushes my emotions out of balance into a higher positive state. But if you have the control of constantly pushing or or moving your emotions with your own empowerment, you feel more in control. You're living then in your core values. You really are living within them. So just to recap, if you really want to decipher what they are, the first step you have to do is, is really understand you must be able to reflect and give yourself internal feedback on situations that push you into emotional highs and emotional lows. You have to be willing to assess that. You can't get into a situation and say, I'm pissed, and then never start to look, why was it that you were upset? Or you can't go into a situation of, I am just so elated 
and then never start to assess, well, why are you so elated? You have to be willing to give yourself the space, the grace to reflect on that situation and provide feedback to yourself. That is the first step, and it is very, very hard. After you do that, you start to pinpoint situ and, and this is the hardest part because it truly is finding a needle in the haystack. So once you've discovered the situations that pull you into emotional highs or emotional lows, it's now time to start finding that needle in a haystack. You have to uncover that situation. It's like pulling back an onion layer. You have to uncover each piece until you find the pearl in the middle. You really do. You might first start with, okay, well, what was the situation tangibly? Was it a specific place? Were there specific people there? It's usually something that's physical that can be touched. And then after that, you have to pull back that that layer of, okay, it's something tangible, it's something physical, or there's a group of people. Now let me start to see, well, why was that group or that place pulling my emotions? Okay, maybe it was something you were doing. After you've discovered that, start asking yourself questions of why. Why am I doing this? Why was it this situation that brought me here? Why was it this person that brought me here? And when you start to answer those own questions to yourself, you will discover the core value. It, it literally will be sitting there as a beautiful pearl locked in a clam. It really, really will. But you have to put in some effort at finding it. You really do. You have to put in the effort at finding it. Once you found it, I mean, we all know once you find a clam, it's it's gorgeous. Well, the pearl in, and the clam is gorgeous too. We could say that. The pearl in the middle is, you know, even more sparkly, right? But once you do the work to find out what your core values truly are, trust me, you'll be unstoppable. If you enjoyed what you heard and you would like to reach out further, I am on both social media platforms of Facebook and Instagram. I did try TikTok for about, I gave it a good run. It was about two weeks and it's not for me. <laughs> it's just not for me. Therefore, Facebook, Instagram at Lisa L. Calhoun is where you can reach me, where you can find me. I am a person that loves thought-provoking conversation. And honestly, I would love feedback about the podcast. What did you think about the episode? Did you have this experience happen? Maybe something else came to your mind that you just want to talk about. Feel free, reach out, Facebook, Instagram, Lisa L. Calhoun, and let's connect.